Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast, your favorite host of the most. I'm the bomb. Back to bring you the news. Is March 5th, 2021. Oh man, uh, weather is up and down right now. We're supposed to see that stupid fucking groundhog saw his shadow or some stupid shit. So we were supposed to get six more weeks of winter or something. But that clearly isn't the case because it's been in the 30s and it's been in the 40s all week. And apparently we're supposed to get a thunderstorm this weekend. And it's supposed to be, or no, not this weekend, but like next week after Monday. It's supposed to be like 68 or something, 68 degrees. And then it goes back down to 54. I'm looking at my weather app right now. Hopefully, and I think it goes back down to maybe, I hope it doesn't like dip back down. That would be shitty. Oh my God. That would be shitty. That would be shitty. I just, like, I, I'm over winter as soon as it starts. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm one of those bitches. I hate driving in it. I hate when it snows, and I hate driving in the fucking snow and then the ice. Ugh. I remember one time picking up Trisha from work, and she worked, like, 30 minutes away. And I it took me, it took, it took me, like, an hour and a half to get there and, like, almost two hours to get back home. It was the shittiest thing. God. Can't believe that shit. Anyway. There's a little story. There's a little story for you. I got a lot of video game news, man. A lot of video game news. And as you know, last week I kind of recorded earlier in the day. And they were like right right before I was... Like right when I was recording. Like right when I was done. Like 10 minutes later they did the Pokemon presentation. And stuff like that. So we'll, we'll mention that a little bit today. Obviously all of you saw it already. And all that good stuff. So, there's that for you. And uh, yeah, dude, I, I I got a lot of video game news. A little bit, a little bit of TV movie news here and there, and then a lot of anime news. And we got some con news, and we got some 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 spring hype, some spring reminders, and some other uh, future anime hype and all that stuff. So, yeah, dude, it's gonna be dope. So let's get into it. We'll do. We'll take a little small break in the middle, of course. But um. Let's go. Let's do it. Guilty Gear Strive announced yesterday that they are delaying the game again till June 11th. Um, Arxis announced on Twitter on Thursday that it is delaying its release of Guilty Gear Strive fighting game from April 9th to June 11th. Um, they stated it received valuable feedback after a recent open beta test, um, and the company would like to make the most of this opportunity to provide the best game possible. I mean, that's how you do it, okay? You release the beta, and you get the feedback, and then instead of taking all of the the feedback and pushing for the same release date you announced pre- previously, you delay it so you can take all of the feedback into consideration. You know what I mean? Either that or just don't have, like, a solid month and day release date until after the beta. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, just uh, other game companies take notes of some of these Japanese companies because y'all don't know how to fucking do it. Um, But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I think the last two characters they revealed were Aino. Uh, Eno? Aino? I think. I always say Aino. I don't know. It might be Eno. And also Anji. So yeah, dude. Uh, the initial roster will be 15 characters, so it's Soul Bad Guy, Kai Kiske, Mei, Axel Lowe, Chip Zanif, Potemkin, Faust, Millie Rage, Zada One, Ramlethal, 
Leo Whitefang, Nagariyuki, Giovanna, the two new characters, and Anji and Aino. So yeah. Boom. There you go. I thought Venom was supposed to be in it. Or am I wrong on that? They should put Venom in there. Because Venom is fun cool. I've been gushing over Venom lately because uh, one of our patrons has. And I'm like, yeah, I totally forgot how fucking hot Venom is. Um, NIS America to release Phantom Brave, Soul Nomad, and Game Collection for the Switch. It's called The Pretty Presents NIS Classics Volume 1. Um, Soul Nomad and The World Eaters, I think, was originally on PlayStation 2, I think. And, like, yeah, and then Phantom Brave was, like, before that on PlayStation 2 also. Both were, I believe, tactical RPG games and very cool. The same artist who did, like, the character design and art for Phantom Brave did Disgaea, and it was really cool. So, very fun game. I never beat it, but I would I would not mind getting a <clears throat> um, physical copy of that to play Phantom Brave and possibly this other game. Uh, apparently there is a physical edition coming out where it's like a limited edition uh, thing. I don't know if it's like on limited run games or something or probably on NIS America's website. Speaking of NIS America, Nipponichi Software, Disgaea 6 arrives to Switch in June alongside free bonus characters. Disgaea 6 Defiance of Destiny is launching June 29th exclusively for the Switch. The late exclusively for the Switch, Okay. All Disgaea games have been on PS2, PS3, and PS4 up until now, so this is pretty cool. The latest title in the quirky turn-based strategy series was announced last September and brings a host of new changes to the long-running franchise. For one, the game ditches the series' initial uh, traditional 2D sprites for fully 3D character models. A 32x mode speeds up battles exponentially, and the level cap has been raised to a staggering 99,999,999. Um... But that's not all. The release date trailer posted below also announces bonus content in the form of four additional characters from Disgaea's past, Girl Laharl, Asagi, and Disgaea 2's Adele and Rosalind. Uh, they, along with the story, content surrounding them will be included in Disgaea 6, free of charge. Check them out in the video below, blah, 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 blah. And there's some pretty gear that they talked about. Disgaea 6 stars Zed, a cocky zombie residing in the lowest pits of the netherworld, who can die and resurrect even stronger thanks to a new super reincarnation system. Zed's world is rocked when a god of destruction threatens to destroy everything, and it's up to him to put a stop to it. So yeah, the main the main hero of Disguise 6 is a, is a zombie. A little girl, a horse, and a zombie. So if you like zombies, there you go. Final Fantasy Lo-Fi Playlist is now on Spotify thanks to Square Enix. Um, there's a chill Final Fantasy Lo-Fi sounds on Spotify, and you should... Check that out. I think you just type in type in Square Enix chill out arrangement tracks around eighties mix. Um and yeah, there it is. I'm I'm actually dying to listen to some of those. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to cop. Check those out. Uh new Dragon Ball Demon Breaker trailer breaks down the upcoming demo. Dragon Ball Demon Breaker is a fan driven project that aims to revitalize the Dragon Ball franchise in the gaming space and a new demo is on its way soon. From the team over at Saya Slash, the upcoming game is a hack and slash adventure that places player places players in the role of trunks. A Dragon Ball Demon Breaker demo trailer has arrived ahead of the early play period, dropping this March to tease fans of, of the anime about what's ahead. Um, yeah, it looks like it's like fucking uh, you know Devil May Cry, Heavenly Sword, all that. But you play uh, an adult trunks with a uh, long hair, and he's got his fucking sword. 
and you just go around cutting bitches up. So yeah, that'd be fun, cool. I don't know what the necessarily what the story is, but yeah, <clears throat> don't fall for fake Diablo Two Resurrected Alpha invites warns Blizzard. Yeah, so they announced a, a Diablo Two re, uh, Resurrected, which is a a remaster and remake of Diablo Two. I mean, arguably one of the best Diablos. I mean, Diablo Three was kind of you know whatever. Um, kind of stale in terms of updates, you know, um, and then also the launch was really bad. So, you know, um, I'm hopeful, hopeful for Diablo four and Diablo two looks, um, resurrected looks really fucking cool as well. I'm excited for that. So yeah. Um, an open world dungeons and dragons game is an, is an active development. Uh, following the news that actor Hugh Grant is set to play the role of the lead villain in the upcoming D and D movie. New information has arisen about yet another tabletop-inspired project in the works, as confirmed by Wizards of the Coast back in 2019. One of the seven or eight projects currently in development is an open-world game from Hidden Path Entertainment. So yeah, dude, that's really cool. Um, uh, they put out a tweet uh, a couple days ago saying that they're hiring. We are in development on AAA third-person open-world fantasy RPG that will be taking place inside the D&D franchise. They're looking for a graphics programmer, lead graphics programmer, senior senior technical artist, and a writer. So, uh, you know, check that out. If you're one of those, you fit the bill. Maybe you could apply. Uh, Nintendo announcing 4K cable switch model with bigger screen this year. Excuse me. For years, we've been getting reports of a, of a Switch Pro, quote-unquote, that would add extra power and other features meant to appeal to core gamers, while reports of a new Switch model in 2019 ended up pointing toward the handheld-only Switch Lite. The rumors have continued to swirl regarding a potential more powerful Switch console as recently as last August. Reports continued servicing about a 4K-capable Switch to launch in 2021. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be cool. Um, I mean, it's going to be almost... Uh, the current Switch model features a 6.2-inch screen and a 5.5-inch screen on the Switch Lite. The new this new Pro model is said to be a seven-inch OLED panel, capable of 720p resolution. So I mean, we'll see. That could be really cool. Um, and I'm gonna have to get another Switch. I already I was already planning on getting an OG one because I still want an OG one for my handheld collection. Now I'm gonna have to fucking get this one too for my fucking collection. And yes, I do need it. Shut up. I can quit anytime I want to. Um, while many island dwellers are currently getting their Super Mario on with the latest event in Animal Crossing, Nintendo just revealed... Uh, wait, Super Mario event? Did I do any of this? Oh, no, I didn't. When is this? <clears throat> February 23rd. Update arrives 225 with Super Mario items for purchase at Nook Shopping on March 1st. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Maybe I should log in the game, you guys, and pull out all my weeds and shit and get some Super Mario stuff, huh? I can put it in my little maze I got going on. Uh, apparently, there's a St. Patrick's Day update where you can get, like, three-leaf clovers, all the, the really cheesy St. Patty's accessories, like the glasses and the hat, and that's stupid. It's so dumb. St. Patty's Day is a weird holiday, you guys. I just think it's weird. I don't know. Pokemon Go on HoloLens looks incredible in a new demo from Microsoft. Um, they're coming out with the HoloLens 2 as a pair uh, reality smart glasses from Microsoft that aims to take reality as we know it and make it even more integrated with the tech all around us. And then they are, with Niantic, are doing a Pokemon Go thing. So that's really fucking cool. That could be crazy. PlayStation Store will no longer offer movie and TV sales or rentals. 
But don't worry, if you had bought movies, TV shows, or anything, you know, on your PlayStation Store, you still own it. It's not going to go anywhere. They're just going to stop selling them. So, yeah. Which is, I mean, that makes sense. I don't know anyone who... It's it's so weird to me that you can, like, buy movies digitally. I always thought that was weird. I would rather just stream it or rent a DVD or rent a Blu-ray. I don't want to, like, because I feel like... Like, you can rent movies digitally now. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's how I watched the new Halloween movie. I think we rented it for, like, four bucks, and then it just goes away after 24 hours. Like, you know, I'm not going to buy a movie for fifteen ninety nine to maybe watch it once. If I'm going to buy a movie to own, I would just rather have a physical copy. I don't know. It seems weird. Destiny 2 Trials of Osiris removed due to wind trading. <clears throat> Excuse me, you guys. My fucking throat has got some shit in it. I was sucking dick earlier. Anyway, Bungie has temporarily removed Trials of Osiris from Destiny 2 Season of the Chosen due to an issue with wind trading. The brutal yet satisfying when not faced with cheaters PvP event has always been hit or miss with players, but now it's a miss for all players because it's been removed from the game entirely, at least for now. Bungie took to Twitter to share the news that Trials has been disabled. Though the tweet didn't go into specifics other than an issue, it was later discovered on a now-removed post on Reddit that the removal had to do with the hacky emblem. Even though the original Reddit post is gone, a responding comment helped fill in the blanks regarding what was taken down. Since then, the post has been locked and no further comments can be added at this time. In the thread, Reddit user XR12 filled in what the initial post revealed. Basically, players were all equipping the hacky emblem and entering into a deal with one another to roll who wins and who loses. A dice is rolled to see who is going to win before each round starts, and for those that lose... They switch to a burned card or another character and give it to them as a win. By doing this, lucky players that win the die are able to make it to the lighthouse, sometimes without having taken out a single enemy. Though the process seems involved, moves like this aren't that surprising. Trials is a hotbed of cheaters, making the already brutally challenging PvP instance even more so, especially on PC. Uh, Yeah, I heard there's a lot of BS happening with this. Um... Not only just this thing in Destiny 2, but other things that Bungie is kind of doing where they're just kind of like, yeah, we're just going to take this away because we don't want to deal with it right now. And this is the exact kind of shit I'm talking about that mainstream game devs do. And it's it's another reason why I don't like mainstream games. Like, I, I and I don't knock people who do, okay? Like, I don't knock the people who find the enjoyment in them. It's just that oftentimes I get people who are like, oh, Sam, you got a PS4, let's play Let's play this. And I'm like, no, I don't play that. Like, I don't do that. You know what I mean? And, you know, I don't really have much room to talk, okay, because I've, I've bought DLC for fighting games before. You know what I mean? And that stuff seems – I criticize that often enough. I, I'm, you know, I'm hypocritical too. But, you know, it's just like – it's just – it's whatever you get enjoyment out of and it's fine. But when they when you handle it like this, you know, it's very it's very much like how Capcom has handled stuff before too. And it's just like, come on, like you guys got to do stuff. Like you guys got to sell me your product and I got to be satisfied with the product, right? Otherwise, like why would anyone buy it, you know? And it's cuz they know we're going to buy it. And that's what sucks. So yeah. Um dude, let's get into the Pokémon news we missed last week and that not that we had to miss it. I could have waited i just didn't because i i was really busy that day but so we talked about remember how we talked about uh there was like that weird teaser trailer and it was like post malone 
about to go on stage and he he like turned into like a rendered 3D Pokemon trainer or something with a Pokeball. Pokemon announces 25th anniversary album featuring Katy Perry, Post Malone, J Balvin, and more. This past weekend was the 25th anniversary of the Pokemon franchise and the Pokemon company. Game Freak and Nintendo pulled out all the stops to mark the occasion. On top of the announcements of Pokemon Legends Arceus, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, plus a better look at the new Pokemon Snap, the Pokemon Company also held a virtual concert starring Post Malone on Saturday night. At the end of the virtual performance, it was revealed that Pokemon is receiving a special star-studded musical album to celebrate its 25th anniversary. Pokemon 25 The Album is a digital compilation featuring music from performers like pop singer Katy Perry, uh, reggaeton star J Balvin, and yes, Post Malone. Um, Pokemon is pulling out all the stops for P25 music, and I'm thrilled to join the program as one of its premier collaborators. Jaylee Balvin said in a press release, I'm looking forward to adding my own unique flavor to this huge Pokemon party and adding to the good vibes of celebration. Uh, the album, which will be released by Universal Music Group's Capitol Records, features 14 songs from the 11, from 11 artists from the UMG. We've already received Post Malone's special cover of Hootie and the Blowfish's Only Want to Be With You, and now Katy Perry, J Balvin, and one more surprise superstar artist. We'll release a song inspired by Pokemon. Each time a new song releases, fans will be treated to an accompanying music video and exclusive merchandise featuring Pokemon and the artist. The album will be available in its entirety digitally closer to the end of the year, with the songs hitting hitting individually until then. Additional song collaborations with popular artists around the world will be revealed in coming months, and the company promises very Pokemon ways for the songs to be released. Um, if you want to check out the aforementioned virtual concert, you can do so on Pokemon's official YouTube channel. So that's pretty cool. And then we also got a look at Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes, which is called Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. And I've, we, this is what fans have wanted for a long time was finally a Gen 4 remake. It was fucking time, okay? Because we got, we got Red and Blue on Game Boy remade on the Game Boy Advance. We got Gold and Silver on Game Boy remade on the DS. And then we got Ruby and Sapphire on the Advanced remade on the 3DS. So the next logical step would be Diamond and Pearl on the DS remade on the Switch. And honestly, I think from here, you know, Black and White um, was also uh, on the on the on the uh, DS. So. I would probably think that the next logical step would be to remake Gen 5 on the Switch, although it was one of the ones that a lot of people didn't enjoy. Um, but Gen 4 especially is, is one of the best. It's it's probably the best Gen. Like, a lot of people will say that the OG is the best. No, Gen 2 and Gen 4 are the best. Like, they are the best entries in the series, in my opinion, and in lots of people's opinions, actually. I mean... It's just, it's just there. It's so good, and it's 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 the gen that it's also the gen that I played when I got back into it. Cause like I, I played Gold Silver as a kid, you know, and then I kind of just didn't really mess with Pokemon all that much for a long time. And when I was when I wanted to get back into the game, uh, Platinum had just come out, which is the third Gen Four game. So like it was like the the yellow and the crystal part of uh, Diamond and Pearl or whatever. But um, I I had gotten the Pearl version. Uh, you know, and uh, it was it was amazing, man. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. I have all my copies. I even I pre-ordered Soul Silver, 
Soul Silver is such a great remake. The Gold and Silver remakes are so good. And then we got a new look at Pokemon Snap, where they kind of revealed some of the tools you can use when um, <clears throat> when take out when you're out there taking pictures. They revealed some of the characters, the character you're playing. They revealed um, how how the the scoring system works, which is kind of similar to the original, um, but with more more in, more details. And then we got to look at this new game called Pokemon Legends Arceus. If you don't know who Arceus is, Arceus is the god Pokemon. He is the Pokemon that created life or that created the world or whatever. And he was a Gen 4 legendary Pokemon. And so basically it takes place in the Sinnoh region way back in like a feudal times era looking thing. So like everything is kind of like, uh, you know, you got like kimonos and, you know, ninja outfits kind of and like. The houses are built with with stone and straw roofs and things like that. It's like in the olden times, you know, the before times, like the the feudal times. And so you play a Pokemon trainer in the olden times in the Sinnoh region. And it's what's what's great about it is that it looks like it's, it's supposed to be like an open world game. And a lot of people are kind of speculating that that it's supposed to be like Breath of the Wild. And honestly, like if that's the route they're going, it's gonna it's gonna do great because Breath of the Wild, the system in Breath of the Wild, the open world system in Breath of the Wild is so amazing, and uh, I think this is gonna be really good. And a lot of people are excited for this, and I am, I absolutely have to start playing Pokemon Sword, so I can catch up and get back into the Pokemon world because I fucking love this. You know, I want to get hyped for the Gen Four remake and obviously uh, the Legends Arceus game. Um. Animal Crossing New Horizons Sanrio crossover is perfect for Hello Kitty fans, except it's not. It's kind of weird. Um, so, like, these new characters are coming, right? But, like, they come dressed. They're, they come dressed as, and their houses come as Sanrio characters. So it's not, like, actual Sanrio characters. It's just new villagers um, that weren't already in the game that are in the game. Uh that are they they can move into your village with like so like Rilla is one of the the characters and she's this she's this cute gorilla and she'll come in she'll move in but the inside of her house won't be like her normal house like it was in previous games it'll be like Hello Kitty and so Toby will be like Botsmaru and Chelsea will be like uh Pirin or something I don't remember but anyway um, that's, uh, that's what's up. Um, wait a second. Hold on. What's this? Hold on. Did I miss something? Did I miss? Nope. That's old news. Never mind. Um, but yeah, like, um, so yeah, uh, it's, 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 I'm more, ex- I'm excited cause it's Sanrio. I'm more excited for just the Hello Kitty items in general. I don't really care about the villagers to be honest with you. Um, uh, but yeah, you can also scan the cards over at Harv's Island for a few exclusive Sanrio-themed posters. And the pack arrives on 26 exclusively at Target for those interested. The only problem with the the trailer is I don't know if I'm going to possibly kick off my island. Oh, yeah, because you got to kick somebody off your island. Yeah, but anyway, let's get into some movie news. Oh, wait, I have some more video game news too. Hold on a second. Hold on. Uh, Into Creates also had their own little kind of... Uh, announcement thing happening and we did we are getting an azure striker gunvolt 3 
Um, I I fucking love Azure Striker Gunvolt. If you've never played the series, it's by it's by Into Creates. They are the same people who worked on the Mega Man Zero games, and so this is kind of their quote unquote Mega Man uh, game, except it's a totally new thing and it's 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 really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, dude, it stars Gunvolt. And um, there's a new character named Kieran, and she's got, like, a sword. She looks fucking badass. Integrates also revealed Blaster Master Zero Three. Um, yeah, the Blaster Master original game came out in 1988 on the Nintendo, and they remade the made these new um, games called Blaster Master Zero, and they're just awesome, like, retro-style fucking shooter you know blaster master shooter games like if you ever played the blaster master games they're amazing and so these blaster master zero games are just amazing they're super fun also last bit of video game news pocky and rocky reshrined launches on ps4 and nintendo switch this fall that's right bitch if you've never played pocky and rocky you should because it's literally one of the coolest fucking games Ever it is a it is a top down uh, shoot 'em up in which and not like the not like the kind where it like auto scrolls the kind where you walk around and shoot 'em up. So there's a character named Pocky. She's a shrine maiden, and her companion Rocky, who's a Tanuki, and she throws like little charm cards, um, and then he throws Tanuki leaves like you know leaves, and yeah, you, you just go around and you fight yokai. There's demons trying to take over japan and you gotta stop them you know it's really cool it was originally on there was an arcade game called kiki kai kai i think that's what it's called and then pocky and rocky was like a spiritual sequel to that that uh came out on super nintendo and then it had a sequel pocky and rocky 2 where you could play other characters and then it got a game boy advance remake with both of the games in it which i don't think we ever got in america um, that is one of the, the Japanese games that is rare over there. So even people in Japan, you know, are selling it to game stores for like 200 bucks. Um, it's crazy, but yeah, Pocky and Rocky, great series. So I'm, I'm excited. We're getting a, a, a report of, of it. Um, let's see space jam two's Lola bunny. Uh, so like her artwork was revealed and apparently people are, kind of upset because she's got smaller um smaller breasts breasticles <laughs> um i honestly it's funny because like with the potato head thing and the dr seuss thing people are crying over nothing just being fucking babies and this is just another thing for them to pile on which is just stupid um i <laughs> just like i i personally don't care i mean I think she was hotter with the boobies, you know? That's just me perving out, obviously, on my furry shit. But, like, I think she looks fine, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a fucking, it's not a deal-breaker for me. It's not something that's going to make me be like, well, I'm boycotting the movie, you know? It was so funny to see all the people cry about it, and then, like, um, TMZ put out, like, a fake, like, satire article, something about, like, Oh, they're changing Elmer Fudd's appearance so his his penis doesn't go past his shorts like it did in the first movie, and people are outraged or something. Is like, it's so fucking funny. But yeah, the I think the only reason why it would bother me at all is because the rest of her looks the same. Like her hips are still kind of wide, 
Um, but her legs are not as her thighs aren't as voluptuous. And then obviously her she looks completely flat chested as opposed to how she did before. So in turn, it, it would look it, it would look weird from a continuity standpoint because like the rest of her design looks exactly like the original just with smaller boobs and straighter thighs. So like I think it bothers me from a continuity standpoint. Other than that, it's not really a deal breaker. I mean, they're allowed to change their shit. I mean, it's it's their movie. And honestly, like if we're being real, if we're being like real real, the reason they pro- one of the reasons they probably did that is to avoid like you know, parents throwing a fit that a bunny has big tits or something. You know what I mean? So it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't, you know what I'm saying? So, anyway, I thought that was hilarious. Paramount Plus is now available to stream on Roku. Um, this is basically like Disney Plus, except it's Paramount stuff. So um, it's got CBS This Morning, the new SpongeBob show, Camp Coral, um, UE, UEFA Champions League, a um, bunch of stuff. And also the new uh, SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. Um, Stephen Colbert, 60 Minutes, um, Bill and Ted Face the Music, Skyfall, Dora and the Lost City, uh, of gold bumblebee uh 7000 episodes of kids content 5000 episodes of reality tv and 6000 episodes of comedy television uh NFL Masters PGA Tour NCAA SEC PGA Championship um bunch of stuff CBS News uh Evening News with Nora O'Donnell Face the Nation bunch of news networks so yeah Paramount Plus offers two pricing tiers um Paramount Plus with limited commercials 5.99 a month and a commercial-free version at ten bucks a month. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I, I don't really care to be honest. If that's kind of crazy, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I I told you this was gonna happen, man. We said this. Remember, we just we talked about this shit like a year ago when Disney Plus was coming up and HBO Max and all that. John Wick writer adapting Helsing manga into a live-action movie. That's it. That's the news. We're moving on. I'm not gonna talk about that bullshit. We'll see what happens. I, but right now, I just don't. I don't fucking care. <laughs> God damn it! Live action remake this. Live action remake that. Poop me, poop you. Whatever. Okay, here's the biggest part of the the non anime news. Nickelodeon, or, the, or you know, some of you consider this anime news. So you know, whatever. Nickelodeon creates Avatar Studios to create new Avatar and new Legend of Korra content. That's right. So after the creators got removed from the Netflix live action production team. Here they are going back to Nickelodeon, and Nickelodeon says, you know what? We're making Avatar Studios, and you guys are going in it. Boom. So that's going to be cool. That's going to be cool. I'm excited. I'm always excited for more Avatar content. There's no war in Bossing Say, so don't worry about it. That being said, that's all the non-anime news I have. Let's go on to the anime news, but first, let's take a small break right here. Boom, check that out for me, okay? Always links.animesummit.net. You can find everything right there. Also, uh, yeah, yeah, Discord, YouTube, where to listen, all that's good stuff. And also our Patreon link is there. Uh, become a patron today. You get early access to episodes as soon as they're done being edited. You get exclusive content like exclusive podcast episodes and exclusive. Uh, one thing we do that's an exclusive podcast on there is called SoloCast, where it's just one host, you know, talking about whatever they want. So I have... I have like 12, 11 episodes of SoloCast up there. Danny and Nikki each have two up there. Um, 
I just have so many because I love recording and talking a lot. So I just, I just whenever I think of something, I make a, I make a solo cast. So yeah, those are exclusive. Like I'm never gonna release those to the public. Um, there were some questions from non patrons on the Discord that were asking um, about solo casts and what they were, and I was like, they're patron exclusive things. I'm never gonna release them to anyone else or to the public. There might be one time where I take one of the ones I did and take one of the ones. Like, I take one of each of one me, Danny, and Nick did, and I release them to the public as a teaser. Like, hey, these are the kind of things you get. Like, this is what a solo cast sounds like. You know, um, this is one of the things you get as a patron. And we're working on new content right now for you guys to get exclusively as well. There's also some exclusive vlogs on there that aren't released to on our public YouTube channel or, you know, our Anime Summit Extra channel that only you patrons can look at and things like that. So... Um, we're trying really hard to just give patrons as much exclusive content as possible and, you know, balance everything and things like that. Also, if you become a patron today, you give a Smokey his wings, he'll fly over there and eat all your chicken, fried chicken and potatoes. Uh, don't give him any money, though, because uh, we're trying to teach him the importance of a dollar. Hashtag capitalism. Anyway, let's go into the anime news, shall we? Animago... Next planned Kickstarter is for Blu-ray disc release of Metal Skin Panic Maddox OVA. Um, Animago is a company they where they start Kickstarter campaigns to get physical releases of of hidden gems and stuff, and they're pretty cool. Um, the OVA was uh, Animago's first anime release in 1990. Um, yeah, so they've been a company for they've been around for a while, um, but they do Kickstarter campaigns for. Um, new Blu-ray stuff. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. And people fund it. So, I mean, hey, whatever works. Ablaze Comics publishes Space Pirate Captain Harlock comic by French artist Jerome Al- Jerome Alcois. I'm probably pronouncing... I'm probably butchering the shit out of that. So, I'm sorry. But, yeah, Space Pirate Captain Harlock by Jerome Alcois. Based on the, the work of Leiji Matsumoto. Um, Captain Harlock, new comic. So, that's pretty cool. Funimation to stream Battle Athletes Victory Restart anime. I'm really excited for this. This is coming out in April. And I love the original Battle Athletes and Battle Athletes Victory. So I'm excited to see this. And I'm excited I'm excited to see when uh, if this is like a reboot or a remake or a sequel. Um, I think... Uh, oh, no. Yeah, this is a completely new story for the 90s multimedia franchise Battle Athletes Victory. Um the prologue chapter includes images of the new competitors as well as Larry Feldnant, Chris Christopher, and Akari Kanzaki, Cosmic Beauties of 100 Years Ago. Oh, so it's a sequel. Okay, so it's a sequel to their... It's 100 years later from the original. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Battle Athletes is cool. It's like a sci-fi futuristic Olympic thing. It's really cool. Uh, Waboku A1 Pictures and EU's Baton Kaido's animated music video project gets teaser promo. Sony Music Japan began streaming on Friday a teaser promotional video for an anime music video project titled Baton Kaitos. The project is a collaboration by animation filmmaker Waboku and anime production company A1 Pictures with cooperation from singer and songwriter Eve, who did the first opening of Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, I have no idea if this has anything to do with the original like game of Baton Kaitos. Um from namco that was on gamecube um i don't see why it wouldn't you know i'm not sure uh but 
you know, because that's a pretty unique, you know, name. Um, but yeah, that was a really cool RPG on the GameCube if you've ever wanted to play it. It's really sweet. So I, I assume that's the same thing. But yeah, apparently it's like an anime music video, so it's pretty cool. The new Prince of Tennis, Hiyote Rizurakai, anime second part reveals promo video ending theme song. And it is unveiled for April 17th uh, premiere. Uh, the first part of the anime debuted on February 13th, and uh, this part is, oh no, it's going to end in April. Okay, so it's, or, or wait, no, yeah, starting in April. Okay, there we go. Boom. Check that out if you like Prince of Tennis. Aria the Benedizione anime project announced a special screening of Aria the Crepuscolo, the new anime film project celebrating the Aria anime's 15th anniversary, revealed a new anime franchise titled Aria the Benedizione, the Benedizione, I think that's Italian, right? The anime will be the third and final project in the Blue Curtain Call series that includes Aria the Avenir and Aria the Crepuscolo. So yeah, it's the third movie in the movie trilogy of the Aria movie, movies. Um, spyfamily.net domain name registered. So people are wondering, does this mean an anime? <gasps> I heard Spy Family, Spy X Family is pretty cool should read it. The Girl from the Other Side manga gets feature-length original anime DVD project. The official Twitter account for Nagabe's The Girl from the Other Side manga revealed on Friday that the manga will get a feature-length anime project. The anime will ship as an original anime DVD or OAD bundled with a bonus volume of the manga that will ship on March 10th, 2022. See, man, we're already talking about 2022 shit. Can you believe that? Sheesh. Uh, Mappa reveals Remain Water Polo TV anime with Tiger and Bunny Rider. Anime studio MAPPA announced on Friday that it is producing a new original water polo television anime titled Remain with Tiger and Bunny head writer Masafumi Nishida serving as a co-creator, chief director, series script supervisor, and scriptwriter for every episode and audio director. The anime will premiere this year uh, sometime in 2021. It doesn't say. Probably later. Probably not spring. Probably after. Kaiju number eight is fastest shown in Jump Plus manga to reach one million copies in print. Dude, if you have not read Kaiju number eight, you need to. It's super cool, super fun read. It's one of my favorite things coming out of Jump right now. Super fun, super cool. Fist of the North Star gets spin off manga about drama filming. Hiroshi Karao launched a new Fist of the North Star spin off manga titled Hokuto no Ken Saikimatsu Drama Satsui Hen. Um. Which means Fist of the North Star Apocalypse drama filming arc. Um, but it's basically the manga imagines the setup of the original manga as the story of a live action series being filmed on a large set and examine what goes on behind the camera. So it's basically the original Fist of the North Star, but it's like a reality show of like behind the scenes stuff. And it's like the director's like yelling cut. He's like, no, you're supposed to go and shit like that. So it's supposed to be funny. Um, that's, that's a pretty hilarious idea. If I may say so myself, Crunchyroll adds S cry ed fair than partly piggy animated catalog. Crunchyroll announced on Tuesday that it has added S cry ed and fair than partly piggy anime. Um, dude, if you've never seen S cry ed shit's dope. I got to rewatch that. It's super cool. New Shaman King anime English subtitle trailer reveals Netflix streaming in 2021. The anime is slated to premiere April 1st TV premiere in Japan. And, of course, we're not going to get it until it's fully done. Um, 
and it's going to be in Netflix jail. So who knows what we'll do with this when we get to spring season in a couple weeks here. But I'm probably going to watch it weekly just because I'm, ex- I'm fucking excited for it. Like, there's so much stuff I'm excited for in spring that I'm going to use the next couple weeks to, like, catch up on, like, Hunter Hunter since I'm only watching, like, two, three shows. Per- me personally, this on um, this winter season. So uh, hold me to it, okay? Anime Expo 2021 physical event canceled. Organizers to hold virtual event in July. Um, Ray Chang, CEO of the Society for the Promotion of Japanese Animation, announced on Wednesday that this year's in-person anime expo convention has been canceled due to the Shimona virus, COVID-19 situation. The 30th anniversary anime expo event was slated to take place at the Los Angeles Convention Center on July July 2nd to the 5th, 2021. The organizers will host the Animal Expo Lite virtual event during the July 4th weekend. Badge holders who have rolled their registration over to this year's event will get priority access to to registration for next year's event. So if you had a 2021 pass and you rolled it over to this, you'll get like exclusive shit in the virtual event for this one. Um, It doesn't say anything about... you know, excluding that. So I don't know. It's really weird because like, I feel like if it were me and I rolled it over to 2021, expecting there to be a physical event, which honestly I wouldn't have done that. I would have just got a refund. But, um, and then it turns out that it's going to be virtual and I can't roll it over to the next physical one. I'd be kind of pissed. So I don't know how they're handling that. It doesn't really say all it really says is badge holders who have rolled their registration over to this year's event will get priority access to registration for next year's event. So I don't know. I, I, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. Um, on Gaku, our sound ride your wave anime film is nominated for any awards on Gaku, our sound and Masaki Yuasa's ride your wave anime films received nominations for best indie feature category in, uh, yeah, the CG animated transformers war for Cybertron trilogy siege series by Mazanori Saka Sakaki Bara was nominated for best effects and TV media Brand New Animal was nominated for Best Character Design category. Great Pretender was nominated for Best Direction. Earwig and the Witch was for Best Storyboarding. And Vanessa Marshall for uh, Best Voice Acting for her role as uh, Bella Yaga. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, final Evangelion film to stream first 12 minutes on Sunday. The official Twitter account for Evangelion franchise announced on Wednesday that the first 12 minutes, 10 seconds, and 10 frames of Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 thrice upon a time uh, will stream on the YouTube channels of, of Amazon Prime Video and the Studio Kara on Sunday. Uh, which is kind of funny because, like, we saw the first 10 minutes already at Anime Expo. Didn't they, like, show that at last year's Anime Expo or something? Um, anyway. Hikaru Utada returns to perform the theme song One Last Kiss, so that's really cool. Speaking of Hikaru Utada, she is now doing her first ever TV anime opening um, for the anime To Your Eternity. The official website for the television anime Yoshitoki's Oimas To Your Eternity manga revealed on Tuesday that Hikaru Utada is contributing her new song Pink Blood as the anime's opening theme song. This is the first time that the artist contributed to a theme song for a television anime. Yeah, so, like, she has, she's, I think she's written, like, let's see, hold on a second, let me look. I think she's got, like, six or seven records out. 
And yeah, I remember, I remember when she, before that, she went, she, her, her stage name was Cubic U, which was really fucking cool. Um, oh, seven records. I was close. First Love, Distance, Deep River, Ultra Blue. Um, and then she's had some English studio albums as well. Cause she's also a dual citizen. Um, but like she's always done things for like movies or video games. She's never done it for a TV anime. So this is her first time doing it for a TV anime. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Hello Kitty's Hollywood animated live action film hires directors. Um, Tuesday, the Warner Brothers and New Line Cinema has hired animators Jennifer Coyle and Leo Matsuda as directors for its film adaptation of Sanrio's Hello Kitty franchise. Coyle has previously worked on shows such as Harley Quinn and Bob's Burgers, while Matsuda has worked on numerous Disney CG titles such as Big Hero 6 and Zootopia. His directorial debut short, Inner Workings, was shortlisted for the Academy Awards in 2017. So yeah, that could be pretty cool. We'll see how that uh, works out. Crunchyroll launches new beta website in the U.S., Crunchyroll announced on Tuesday that it's launching a new Crunchyroll beta website. The beta is currently available for 20% of its premium members, but it will eventually become available to all premium subscribers and free users in the U.S. The company will reveal details on the beta's international rollout at a future date. Eligible premium users can opt in to Crunchyroll beta through header images or pop-ups that appear on the services website. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Hopefully it works out. It it looks like they're kind of trying to emulate the Netflix look, you know, where it's got like the big um, key visual with the title under it and you kind of scroll through kind of like Hulu and Netflix, you know. So, yeah, we'll see. Triggers SSSS.DinaZenon TV anime premieres on April 2. The official Twitter account for Subaraya Productions and Triggers new SSSDinaZenon Anime Project announced on Tuesday that the anime will premiere on NBS. The anime is listed as being part of the Gridman universe. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Um, there's not much listed about the story, but god damn it, I'm just more, I'm excited for more SSSS stuff. So, that's going to be sick. I love Gridman. So, Way of the House Husband anime trailer reveals two cast members on April 8th, Netflix Global Debut. Yeah, this trailer looks. The, the key visuals for it looked amazing. And then the trailer came out and we all saw how it was animated and how it looked. It's like, it's like a comic. Like it's like a, okay. Do you guys remember when motion comics started becoming a thing? Remember motion comics? It was like 10 years ago. They started Marvel and DC were doing these motion comics. And it was basically just like, you know, a background with the character on it, the way it moved. They, you know, it was, very still images of characters moving and very minimal transitions. And they said that they, the reason they did it was to kind of capture the same look as the manga when really in reality, it just looks lazy as fuck. I don't know. It looks really bad. It's really dumb. I, I don't understand why you would do this. It, it just seems really weird. It, I, there are short anime like working buddies and Banania and Skullface Honda Seller or Skullface uh, Bookseller Honda San, you know, that have more animation than this. You know, it's just kind of weird. Um, Osana Osana Najimi Gazetai ni Makenai Love Come anime reveals April 14th premiere. Here's some more spring anime hype for you. Looks like another romance harem kind of waifu 
both girls are into the same guy and then he's got a best friend who's also a hot guy and she's got a girlfriend. He said, she said that her waifu was my waifu and your waifu is hot. Yes. The character designs look really nice though. I do like the, all the girls, they look super cute and the two guys look super cute as well. I like the guy with the dark hair, the, the black hair, he looks super cute. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm into romance anime a little bit more nowadays, so we'll see. Okay, so this is really cool. Anime Japan 2021, right? The con got canceled. And so they're doing a virtual event. But because it's virtual, they have now made it so they're going to let it stream overseas with English commentary. The stream will be available for all stage programs and with special English commentary. The stream will be available in the United States, South Korea, Thailand, Singapore, Taiwan, Hong Kong, and Macau. Tickets are already available on the site. They cost 3,200 yen, which is about 30 US dollars, for each day of the show's public days, or a two-day ticket for 6,100 yen, which is about 57 US dollars. So that's pretty cool. I mean, we basically kind of, in a way, get to go to Anime Japan. Um you know, I mean, why the hell not, right? I mean, you're streaming it. It's on the internet, you know. Uh, you might as well just let other people who couldn't, who can't normally go to it go to it. I mean, from a marketing standpoint, that just seems like a great idea. So, yeah, that could be really cool. And there's going to be English commentary, too, so you don't have to worry about uh, translation or not knowing how to speak or read Japanese. Um, Rent-A-Girlfriend Anime Season 2 to air in 2022. That seems really far away. 2022? But yeah, there's some 2022 hype for you, I guess. Um, yeah, I love Rent a Girlfriend. I'm excited. Um, Ruka and uh, Chizuru, best girl. Hasbro to release final series in Transformers War for Cybertron trilogy in July. Uh, of course, we just talked about this just a second ago. This got nominated for an Annie Award. Um, but yeah, it's going to be sick. Uh, CG series serves as a tie-in to the Hasbro's multi-year toy line of the same name. Very cool. I have I've heard it was pretty sweet, and I, I definitely want to watch. Um, but yeah, LA Tourism and Convention Board lists E three twenty twenty one as canceling live event. So yeah, that makes sense. Of course, they're probably going to have a virtual event uh, the weekend of the fourth, uh, or not? No, that's Anime Expo Fourth of July for Anime Expo. So E three is probably going to do the weekend after, or you know something like that. That makes a sense. I don't know why. I have this in the anime news. I think I would. I meant to put it in the non-anime news. But anyway, last piece of anime news is, so a couple days ago, there was a live stream for Chainsaw Man. And basically what it was, was like, it was like this uh, kind of motion comic animation of the apartment where Denji Power and Aki live. And um, basically the announcement was, uh, the 11th volume, and they were talking about um, announcing more things for, like, what Chainsaw Man Part 2 on Jump Plus is going to be like, um, and another another uh, character poll. So uh, there's that as well. And then they also talked about uh, Tatsuki Fu- or Fujimoto was talking about um, how he came up with Chainsaw Man um, and things like that. And he was inspired somewhat by the, the movie Hereditary by Ari Aster. Um, uh, te- the teaser illustration of Denji carrying the, the little 
Uh, that's a spoiler. I won't say that. I won't say what Denji's carrying. Um, but it's a teaser illustration for the part two of Chainsaw Man coming out for Jump Plus and um, a bunch of stuff. So, yeah, uh, I'm excited. Chainsaw Man is great. If you have not read it, you should read it. Um, very cool. Very cool. I got volumes two and three from uh, Barnes & Noble, and I'm looking for a copy of volume one right now because it's sold out everywhere. But, yeah, hell, yeah, I'm excited. So, anyway, that's been the anime news, anime summit newscast. Thank you for listening every week. I appreciate you guys very much. So, um, a couple of you DM'd me and asked if I was doing okay since my car accident a couple of weeks ago. You know, honestly, if it wasn't for like all of y'all who care about me, and honestly, if it wasn't for for and, and not just me, but Trisha too. You know, asking if if Trisha's okay and things like that. Um, if it wasn't for for uh, me and Trisha's other girlfriend, Kate, and her husband, Cameron, borrowing us one of their cars for these past couple weeks. I literally don't know how I would have done half the things I've been able to do. Um, as you're listening to this right now, I am at a dealership looking at a new car right now. So uh, hopefully I come home with it, <laughs> you know. So we'll see. Um, it's never fun dealing with all the bull crap that comes from after a car accident. Um, whether it's health related or insurance related, thankfully nobody was hurt at all. Um, I hit my shoulder on the door and, you know, it hurt at the moment, but it didn't, I didn't have to go to the hospital or anything. It, you know, it was fine. Nobody got hurt. I'm alive. Some fucking how, I don't fucking know how, but no. Yeah. So it, a lot of people have been kind of DMing me and checking on me and things like that on discord and seeing if I'm okay. I'm Okay. I am 100% okay, and I really appreciate all the love you guys show me, Nick, and Danny uh, all the time. It really means a lot to us that we have. It, it's it's not even just like, I'm telling you guys, it, it, it's not like one or two people, okay? Like, it's, it's a lot of you who, like, just show genuine care to the three of us. And I honestly just, like, that carries us so hard. It's so amazing. And you guys are just the best fans the best listeners the best homies the best friends that anyone could ask for you know like you guys are awesome so i appreciate all the love i love you guys very much and i thank you for letting me do this letting danny do this and letting nick do this every week it it does not go unnoticed and we appreciate you very much so thank you that being said i love you guys i've been sam and this has been the anime summit newscast